secret signal is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's very, it's very oh. secret. That's our subtle signal, dude. Hello, and welcome to episode 205 of the Erasable Podcast. I'm here with Andy, who I'm pointing to on my screen, Tim, and the other guy in the corner in the black glasses is me, Johnny. If you're a Patreon supporter, you can see us, so... Ooh. If you're not, and you want to see our smiling faces and quite how big of a cup I can drink of coffee at 9 o'clock at night, <laughs> check out our yes, video coffee. feed. Yeah, that's that's exactly. <laughs> that's a wheat coffee you got there, yeah, Mister. Your coffee is so amber in color. No, it's a it's a chamomile tea. That's what it is. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> ice chamomile. chamomile. <laughs> mm. Oh God, mm. that sounds nauseating. <laughs> So this hopefully will not be our last episode of the year, but it could be. Who knows? You know, things happen. People get sick. So we thought we'd take tonight to do a sort of, you know, 2023 retrospective and go through pencil tools and pencil related tools that we've actually been using a lot because speaking for myself, I what I actually was using was not what I thought I was using. So that's been like weird pencil self-deception. So before we get into tools of the trade, because it's been a while and we might go on a little bit. Tim has some news from Musgrave about something really cool they have coming up or out already. Yeah, totally. So uh, you might have seen that Musgrave has come out with a new pencil and a new notebook, and is which actually like saw it came out today because you guys sent it to me because I hadn't seen it like in the wild yet. But it's the Songwriter. Yeah. And this is yeah. Did you guys yeah? What did you think of it when you first saw it? I thought it was lovely. It's white, has a matching notebook. As always, Musgrave just really knocks it out of the park with like the foil stamp branding on the yeah. side of it. So yeah, love that. It's also, I think I saw it's a little, it's softer. It's like a 4B maybe. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a 4B core. Yeah. So yeah, these yeah. notebooks, they're just like the yellow one and the blue one that they've done They've done recently, These those spiral notebooks. And they wanted to come out with, it's kind of like their, Na- their Nashville area or Tennessee theme. They wanted to come out with a songwriter edition and it looks really awesome the cover has like you know some music notes it says songwriter across the front it's sort of a cream creamy white color on the cover and then the pages are lined but also at the top was there there are some extra lines it's kind of kind of like odd lines at the top and i got the amazing privilege of getting to like interact with the Delgers, like as they were putting this together, because they knew just I like, had this interest in like songwriting, like yeah. what would a song, what kind of notebook would a songwriter like? And yeah. so that part at the top is it's six lines where you can do guitar tablature or you could disregard the bottom line and do musical notation if you want to. And the rest of it's lined, which is really awesome. So I got to like interact That's with really them cool. and give like all of that. They were really nice to like reach out. But I mean, most of this was like already, I mean, all the design stuff was in place. I had nothing to do with that. I was, I was interacting. No, nope. we're going to call this, we're calling this the Tim Lawson. One's got to be 10B. Yeah, 10B. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> Nicole, I've been, I had chatted with Nicole and they had this awesome idea. And we were talking about the pencil and, you know, round or like the, because they had, I think they had thought about like the semi hex kind, but they're like, maybe it'll be round. So we ended up on, on round. And then they were, I mean, which is just like my favorite thing about this is how they were deliberating every little detail, which is yeah. so, so fascinating to see that. Yeah. Where'd they get 119 for the number? I actually don't know that. So we'll have to have him on to talk about that. I don't know. I, I yeah. don't know the reference there, but 
Yeah. So anyway, so like, but just to like see them like think about every little detail. They had this sort of design already set. We talked about like, well, round versus hex, and then also the core. Like they were originally trying to figure out what core would be good, and then I got to like chat with them about that, and we ended up at this four B core, which I think is did they be say really awesome? Did they say what the why they went with the white? No, that was just where it started. So I'm not sure okay. about like why they went with the white. Yeah. I think I mean. My my guess, and I, this is totally me just like guessing, is just that's kind of like a new colorway for them. You know, like they've had a lot of yeah. the reds, they've had the sort of like more extreme colors, the the red, the purple, the blue, and haven't gone into the white very much. Of course, the yellow. Yeah, you know, I'm wearing musgrave um, blue right now. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, and Johnny just showed us his musgrave T-shirt. I kept it on. He's wearing right now. Just took off his top and just swung around his head. Yeah. Yeah, he's just swinging yeah. around his head right now, and he yeah. flung it behind him. That's how I got myself no. to graduate school. <laughs> I'll tell you my stage name later. Yeah, Kenny yeah. Odie Musgrave right here. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, like, uh, I, yeah, the font they used is like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great. And like I love on the pencil, like that the size of the font even like it fills up that whole, you know, like sort of the whole side of the pencil, which I like. It's kind of like a little. Also, bigger. I feel like yeah. This is a good deal for a dozen American pencils and an American notebook that's like, those things are big. Yeah, 30, 30 bucks. Score. You can buy a whole series of factory second pencils from Blackwing for that price. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so also coming so to my you, shop in the new year, my crap pencils. I'll sell them to you for $10. Johnny's going to be selling a whole bunch of bloody notebooks in the new year. <laughs> This is the pencil I spilled glue on. This one fell on my coffee cup. There's notebooks covered in his blood and there's coffee yeah. and there's all kinds of stuff in these notebooks. But yeah, so yeah, the songwriter set is available. Dozen pencils. They look amazing. I can't wait to try them out in the songwriter notebook. So gosh, I mean, we could talk about them all the time. They just do such cool things. So that is a huge thanks for even asking questions about it, but just for doing yeah. this. I think it's such a cool idea. And also just the pure fact, and I don't know how much involvement or how much influence I had in this regard, but I am always happy to see a new round pencil come into the world. So, yeah. Yeah. This is the second pencil, third pencil we've had kind of an influence on from Musgrave. Is that right? There's the people. single barrel 106. Oh, was, yeah. And Ugh, that, I think that was, I can't remember the Tennessee rounds um, were something that they did because well you yeah. if they asked us they, when they were naming for input yeah that's just like really yeah, cool because that's like they're just like they yeah. care they want people to like they want the people who like yeah. this stuff to like this stuff you know yeah. rather than like yeah. you know so it's about the use that was what was so cool about talking to them about this one is that they were they cared about the how it was going to be used and like they were thinking yeah. about what would a songwriter like? You know, it just down to that, like specific level, which anybody would like this, even if you weren't a songwriter, because it's a, it means a four B pencil and a badass notebook. So anybody would like it. So, and the, like, even those top lines, like that was an added detail is basically where would, the margin would be or something. So it's still full, you know, full of lines. So anyways, so yeah, check that out. It just came out. Yeah. We're recording this today on the, on December 11th, just was launched on their website, but uh, yeah, go check it out. The songwriter set from, for Musgrave. We haven't done the tools of the trade in a long time. So we bang out one of those. You want to go first, Andy? Sure. Well, I want to make sure to leave room for, you know, all of Tim's tools of the trade, which includes every single album he's listened to since last time we did it. So <laughs> And the 12 <laughs> pedals on my pedal board. Yeah. Yes. 
go through each one of those. I've been really enjoying. So they're just released the third of three Doctor Who specials with David Tennant again, which is oh, it's fun. Awesome. I don't know how necessary it is. Like it's definitely sort of nostalgia, and I'm guessing that they, you know, they haven't there hasn't been a Doctor Who for like a a year, so they're just like we've got to boost the ratings. Let's just get David Tennant back and Catherine Tate. So it reminds me a little bit of the Doctor Who version of like Star Trek Picard, where it's just like a little bit nostalgic for those days. But the difference is, you know, David Tennant was like 10, 15 years ago, whereas, you know, Next Generation was more than that. So mm. still very good. I haven't watched the third one yet, but I'm looking forward to it. And I guess they introduced the new Doctor who's going to come up, Gatwa Nakuti, who if anybody here's ever seen Sex Education on Netflix, is the Eric, the black British Nigerian student who is on there. So looking forward to this. So that is coming up. I've been reading. There's a really good Chinese sci-fi book series called The Three-Body Problem. And they're going to be releasing a Netflix series soon. So I just kind of wanted to to reread it. It's just about an alien culture that interacts with Earth. And it just has very in-depth ways that people sort of make contact with them. And they talk a lot about sort of like the, the physics of the how far away Earth and this other planet is. And it's, yeah, it's really good. I'm just really enjoying it. it and it, it takes a very sort of like non-Western approach to it, which I appreciate. And what is the really last good. thing? Yeah, it's really good. It's very, it's pretty heavy and in-depth. <laughs> and what are you even typing? Or Johnny, what are you typing? Something you can't see <laughs> when this happens is Johnny making Hands up. rude comments in our Google Docs. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, see that hands. The last thing I've been doing is I've just been spending a lot of time uh, making zines. I talked a little bit about it in the last episode, but I have an issue. If you're a Patreon subscriber, you can watch the video. It's a 4-4 magazine. It's issue four. Bad uh, robots write bad poetry. And I basically, I made a custom rubber for the cover. This is the rubber stamp, which is pretty good. You can make that on the stampmaker.com for pretty, like, I think this is like 20 bucks. What? Cool. How did you do the art? Adobe Firefly did the art, which is Adobe's generative AI um, tool. So I I basically told it, I was like, I want a picture of a robot on a spaceship at a desk writing poetry with a quill pen. And I I said, I want it to be a simple line illustration to make into a rubber stamp. And it interpreted that pretty well. And so I added the text around there myself. But just upload that file to a stamp and you can do that. Because it's so big, it's kind of unwieldy. And so I had like the the little, I don't know what you call it, the thing on the top of the stamp that I was using to stamp down. And it just was, it wasn't like uh, inking all parts of the stamps. So maybe went a little overboard. I don't know. I, I, a couple issues like this where there's just a big kind of like faded out spot in the middle where it's it a just ghost stamp. issue. Yeah. So I went on Amazon and for like less than $50 bought a... You can kind of hear the clanking here. This is a woodblock printing press. So it's one of those like speedball printers. And you can also buy the little like ink rollers that you put on like woodblocks. And this is just the like the press. So uh, I have too many zine things. It's too many zine things. It's kind of ridiculous right now. But that is that. I also made a website to sell the zines. I, I was bored the other, like over the weekend and I signed up for a Gumroad account. So if you go to andy.supply, that is my Gumroad shop. I also put, we also have Plumbago in our shop on the Erasable, but I also put 
some Plumbagos in there in case you want to buy a 404 magazine and Plumbago magazine together. I was surprised that Andy.Supply is a domain that was still available. So <laughs> bought that. Added to the collection. Yeah. <laughs> Added to the many domains that I own. I could buy Andy.Shopping, but it would have been like $7,000 because it's a premium domain. No, thank right. you. Yeah. Looked at it all. Yeah, that is my tools of the trade. Oh, and I guess we were talking about this in the pre-show, but I got for Christmas a Flaviar whiskey advent calendar, which I was kind of showing off. And one of the cool, th- so every day for what, 25 days, you get a little vial of like two ounces of different kinds of whiskeys. There's rye and scotches and bourbons and Irish whiskeys. And one of the cool things that came with it is a really nice little pocket notebook that each one of the, the whiskeys has a just like a spread and you can see kind of some of the flavor profiles that it's talking about. They call it a flavor spiral, which I'm not hundred percent sure my palate is quite refined enough for that, but you can kind of say not what yet. color you think it is. Yeah. Not yet. I no, took some I notes. Just, that's are going to work on it. Yep. I know that's yeah. <laughs> Sweet notes. Yeah. And then you can rate it. And I've definitely had a few in there where, yeah, like there was a, a scotch, a smoky scotch, which is just not my thing. And I basically just took one sip and I was like, nope. <laughs> I was like, my notes, too peaty and smoky, didn't even put it on ice. So <laughs> two, two out of 10. But Are they like recognizable useful. brands? Uh, yeah, there's, oh, like Sagamore Spirits in there, which is a pretty good rye. I, I would that's say more. usually, oh, that's right. They all usually fit-ish within about like $60 a bottle-ish. There's some that's okay. more, some that's less. There's a really good, a couple, and there's also some brands I've never heard of. Um, I think, Tim, you were telling me about Uncle Nearest at one point in the past. That's, I think you were talking about it on. I've heard of that. Episode somewhere. Did I? Yeah. I mean, Maybe it wasn't. Yeah. You're usually where I, like Johnny tells me oh, no. about Wild Turkey. That yeah. came up. No, that I remember that came up when we were, because we were talking about how that was the, like Jack Daniels offshoot or whatever, like the, the original. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. We, I think we talked about that with the guest, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think you're right. Yeah. Did we yeah. talk about it with Kiki? I think we talked about it with Kiki. Maybe they, because she and Phil have lived in like whiskey country. Yeah. For a while. Think, My yeah. brother was really into whiskey. We had an after show content about bourbon, I think, with her. So, yeah, that was fun. So, yeah. And then I am writing and I'm trying to like, use more pocket notebooks just because I have so freaking many. So I'm using my Birch field notes and I've been writing today Been kind of alternating between my Blackwing era's Palomino pen, one of the mm-hmm. best kind of recent releases of theirs, recent dish. And then also using my little Baron fig. What is it? It's a fortune teller squire, which I just really like. Oh, you got yours too. I keep it right <laughs> at my desk. And friends. <laughs> How about you, Tim? Yeah, so I'll save the music for the end because, you know, I have like 50 or 60 albums to go through for the year. So you guys can go get like a hot drink or something and wait for that. But so (laughs) reading, (laughs) Jeff Tweedy from Wilco. I've talked about his books before. He wrote Let's Go So We Can Get Back Home or it's called something like that. It was his memoir. Then he had How to Write One Song, which is still my favorite. But he came out with his third book, which is called A World Within a Song. And it's, I think I talked about the Bob Dylan book. Did you guys see the book Dylan came out with? It's called Philosophy of Modern Song. I think we talked about it, but it's kind of the same idea, but I actually heard an interview that he started writing his book before he knew the Dylan book was even like a thing. And then it's like kind of the same idea, but it's much less like obscure and sort of like strange language. Cause you know, of course it's Bob Dylan, but 
it's basically it's like a another it's like an addendum to his memoir but it's every chapter and they're pretty short which is perfect for like reading at night but he talks about a song that was like formative for him and like less obvious ones where he'll be like this is this you know album that i got from my brother when i was nine years old that i had like no idea what it was or like what it was you know and i but it like still i think about it to this day and it's all but then he gets into more like recognizable ones later but it's a really good book and then i started rereading crossing to safety which is a novel by wallace stegner that was really it's like one of those novels it was really important to me when i read it for the first time in college and i feel like it was the first novel that i read as an adult if that makes sense or like i read it with an yeah. adult mindset I remember yeah. there's this one scene in the book and I, we read it for a class and it was actually a ethics class that I took. We read a novel and I remember we got to this scene, which of course did not register to me whatsoever, but it's about these two married couples that like move like together. Like it's like their stories moving parallel, but there was a scene where like one of the couples was arguing over like, did you bring the tea for this camping trip? And he's like, yeah, I packed it. And she's like, I don't think you packed it. And so they like go back and forth and back and forth and they get to the campsite after like this huge fight. And the two husbands are like at the fire and he knows about the fight. And then the husband like reaches in and like finds two boxes of the tea that he was supposed to bring. And then he throws one of the boxes into the fire that they just built. You know, I remember we had this long conversation. about What is that? He's like, it's like, wow, like he could have been like, see, I told you I brought it. But he was just like, eh, whatever. And just threw it (laughs) in the fire. So it was like, I thought you were going to say it was weed. Oh, no. That was a euphemism. And I realized uh, they weren't talking he, about tea. No, he literally <laughs> spilled tea into the fire. No, it was, yeah. So anyways, I remember reading that and like having this like whole like few days of thinking about it. It was like the first book I read with like an adult mindset, like I was saying. So I'm rereading that right now for the first time since then. And it's really fantastic. Uh, a really wonderful book. He's an amazing writer. Um, and then I haven't been like watching too much, but. We watched Mission, the new Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, part one. What what number is that in the series of films? Six, maybe? I, th- I thought, I mean, like, there's going to be part one and two, so I think this is their, like, whatever, the, you know, the last Harry Potter. They're doing a part one and two, so oh, I feel the, like it's, it's like, like... Mission Deathly Hollows. Yeah, <laughs> Mission Deathly Hollows, yeah. So it's very good. It's very AI. It's like there's this thing called the Entity that's... It's like a self-aware AI that's sort of slipping in and out of everything. And it was good. And one of the things that was really interesting, because we like, we Jane and I love spy movies, like espionage movies of any kind. And Dead Reckoning was like legit funny at multiple points, which was like new for Mission Impossible. There were moments where it was like kind of when a movie gets like self-aware, yeah, you know, where it's like make, making fun of itself and they're like trying to solve they some. Have their own... They're in the middle of... Yeah, like I say they have their own lore now, so yeah. exactly. So like in yeah, the middle of a car in the chase, they were so serious. Oh yeah, for sure. And I have so I was Mission Impossible one. I feel like I watched it fifty times when I was a kid. Like, I loved that first movie. But this one, yeah, there's like the things where like, oh, this is the part where they do X Y Z, and then they joke about doing X Y Z and why like X Y Z is not working. You know, so so it was good. It was, there were parts that were a little cheesy, but it was like totally worth it. It was really good. I think the next one comes out in a couple years or something like that. And then we've been watching Bake Off, the British baking show, which was... The, you, you, who are you rooting for, Tim? Well, I've already seen the last episode, so... Oh, crap. I'm not, I'm not there yet. Probably shouldn't yeah. say. 
Yeah. I, I'm a big, where are I'm a big you? Nikki fan. And gosh, I think I just finished. Oh, I'm pretty early. I just finished Bread Weeks. So I still have a long way to go. Um, okay. Yeah. I you think, got like um, four or five. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big Nikki fan, uh, the Scottish lady. Yeah. I mean, if I was like right around where you are, and really like a lot of the show, I really like Tasha a lot. Like she was oh, like Tasha's one of my favorite. Yeah, like she's incredible. So she was my favorite yeah. on the show. But yeah, so we finished that. We did start watching the Christmas one, which was mm. fine. You know. Yeah, yeah. We started watching, watching that one. Aww. Yeah. We started watching the Lego Masters. Did you guys ever watch Lego Masters? No, yeah, I've heard of it. I've never seen <sighs> it. I said, oh, "Gosh, I mean, it's Bake Off, but it's Legos. So I mean, it's amazing. Like they make this awesome Here stuff. But care. the new season of Go back to the beginning, watch the first one. It's on Hulu. It's awesome. The newest season, though, it's like really weird because they're like not competitive in a nice way. And I'm like, oh, no, don't go that way. <laughs> like, don't go that direction. Like, it seems like the first episodes where it's like, oh, they're just legit yeah. competitive. And what are they doing? We got to beat them or whatever. But yeah. it's still fun. But Big Off's been great. And then as far as music, I, I'm not going to talk about a million things, but a couple things that I've like, there's two things, one Christmas, one not Christmas. The Christmas album is, I, I'm a huge fan of Lucinda Williams. I think she's a genius. Yeah. She's amazing. And she has this series called like Lou's Jukebox or something like that. And it's kind of like her covering other people's songs. And you can't stream them. Like you have to, I mean, they're like on YouTube and stuff, but you can't get them on streaming. So I, I bought one of them because I didn't know it existed, but it was called, and this is the worst title. Sorry, Lucinda, if you're listening. I adore you. You're amazing. And you're not listening, but I'm still just saying this so everybody can hear it. Uh, have yourself a rockin' little Christmas is what she called it. <laughs> I'm so sorry to say that out loud. I haven't said it out loud yet to anyone, but it's great. It's like all these Christmas standards and some she wrote, like the, even the standards kind of have like a sort of bluesy rock twist to them. It's really good. Yeah. And then this is the big one, though, is you ever listen to Cat Power? I don't think we ever talked about Cat Power. I think so. Yeah, she's yeah, she's a indie rock artist. She's been around since like the '90s, and she's really awesome. And I and if you see her on a podcast, like look up podcast episodes where she gets interviewed. She was just on WTF recently. It's super interesting. But she is a huge Bob Dylan fan, and so she just released a few weeks ago. She played a show at the Royal Albert Hall in uh, London and covered Bob Dylan's Royal Albert Hall concert, like start to finish. With her band, like the famous, like first live, you know, like live show where he was going electric or whatever, or the first big yeah. live album where he went electric. And it's very good. It's very good. So highly recommend. So, yeah. And then as far as what I've been using, I actually got out. You guys remember when I had my son take all of my Blackwing 211s and put orange erasers and then we threw away the oh, brown yeah. ones? Yeah. So I've been using one of those. <laughs> recently <laughs> which has been fun because it's like yeah i'm just gonna use it just been burning through that thing still using my metal sharpie pen at work like that's like all i use all day but fountain pen wise i'm just still in love with my new levenger that i talked about the um yeah yeah i mean that thing what, are you still inking it with well, i can't remember what your ink was i've got writer's blood in it now that's right yeah which I might have been what i had in it before for winter you could put some kind of cool blue and echo those little blue specks that are in that side. Yeah. Yeah. Or I've already resin yeah. or whatever it is. Oh yeah. I've thought about it for sure. I love that. But the Kyoto, it. I love that thing. Yeah. That's me. Nice. So how about you, Johnny? Thanks for listening. <laughs>
the Tim Wasm. We haven't done special. this. We haven't done this in a while. So I love this part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this yeah. is great. It's fun. <laughs> so okay. And <laughs> a book is a recent. I guess it's a memoir by a philosophy professor called How to Not Kill Yourself about suicide. And it's really good. He I don't remember how many suicide attempts he's had, and he's like an early Gen Xer, maybe he's around sixty. But uh, yeah, it's like pretty unflinching and really well written. I appreciate it. And he's a philosophy professor, so it's like chock full of like references to Kierkegaard and Nietzsche and Schopenhauer. It's like, ooh, I feel like I'm 20 again. But I'm not through it yet. It's like huge, but not like, you know, unnecessarily laden with footnotes huge. So it's not, I mean, it's not written like an act book. He drops F bombs, which I always appreciate. <laughs> And speaking of F-bombs, I we recently watched, well, I watched Bodies on Netflix, which is a mind F-bomb. Did you guys catch that yet? Mm-mm. I've heard of it. I don't think I know much about it. It's a, it's a mini series where they find this body in this London alley in 1890, 1941, but like it was really good. Like it didn't have a stupid ending and a really interesting resolution. Nice. But I'm, I don't want to spoil it because, yeah, it was really good. If you want to watch something cool on Netflix at night, that's, you know, quick one hour episodes, definitely check that out. And I finally watched Underground Railroad, which like doesn't even need anything said about it because it was as well done as the book. It was so perfect. I didn't know they made that into a series. Right. TV I series. didn't know either. Yeah. It sort of got delayed with COVID and then it came out. Like yeah. two years ago, I think. Like but Colson at, Whitehead's book? Yeah. And after the first episode, they played Outcast during the credits, which was perfect because it was in Georgia. And that tickled me. I'm like, oh, oh my cool. God, I can't watch enough of this show. <laughs> but yeah, that was really good. And also in sunny themes. I don't know why I've been listening to a lot of Nine Inch Nails lately. But, you know, the Downward Spiral was a concept album. And it came out when I was like 14. And like everybody else, I'm like, oh, you know big album for me and, but I hadn't listened to it all the way through in long time so I gave it a nice long listen speaking so, um, of concept albums have anybody listened to Andre 3000's concept album that just came out I, no, I was yet. listening to part of it but you have to like listen to it it is not what I was expecting <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like very meditative like like just sort of like atonal kind of floats of flutes and things I, I saw something that he was like <laughs> Yeah, I heard something. It was like his track, whatever, the single or whatever was like the longest ever billboard charting song. Yeah. <laughs> be, yeah, because like when there are these long flute songs or whatever that, but it was, yeah. I think it was the longest or the second longest or something like that, like song to ever yeah. chart on the billboard charts. That he has the track listings have some things like, like track number one is, I swear I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time. It's, that's the track awesome. name. Uh, that's I amazing. think that my, oh, I think my favorite is track three, which is that night in Hawaii when I turned into a panther and started making these low register purring tones that I couldn't control. She, shit was wild. Been there. Yeah, yeah. Who's the money? <laughs> Haven't we all? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Other than that, I've just been playing a lot of bass because I joined a new band and it's always fun to play a lot more than you usually do. Are you going to record us a new theme? Could I was going to ask Tim if 
as a surprise to you if we could like each make parts for one, but I guess it won't be a surprise. It's fine. But <laughs> just I forget what you just probably so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's something we can work on over the holiday. What's your band yeah. name? Andy, you, you can rap over it. Yes. You say the kazoo? <laughs> Maybe I can just make low register purring tones. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so the band is called Inglewood because hmm. so all three of the other members are firemen and one of them has a cat that was a rescue from a suicide that they went to and they named it after the street the guy lived on. Aww. So this person lives on Inglewood and his joke is that if he dies and someone takes his cat, they'll name it Inglewood. So it's called Inglewood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're about ready to start like looking to play out for fun and free beer soon. So that'll be cool. Yeah. No, that sounds great. But I have something to work toward. And, you know, Always. I need an excuse to go buy that. My middle life crisis overpriced Fender bass. Did you get it yet? No. I can't narrow it down. I need to go play. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting until after the holiday so I don't hate myself. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you want to jump into our year in review? Look back a little further than we have been? Yeah. yeah so, let's do that. so I thought we could split it up into sections like pencils, pen, paper products, pencil accessories, and then non-pencils, including those ink things. So yeah, we, ne- for... we never use those. Yeah, I don't. Um, oh never. my god, I'm, my foot's not nicked the six binders. So we'll start out with pencils. You want to go first, Andy? Yeah. Well, I think I feel like I'm pretty consistent on this. Love me a Blackwing. Excuse me, Golden Bear. I always have a Golden Bear. Just kind of where I don't even know where it is right now. Golden Bear sitting around me, except apparently now. So still really use that a lot. The I've actually this Blackwing era, the Palomino. The Blackwing, the Palomino, Blackwing, Palomino era has been still one that I um, just I grab a lot. It's actually been sitting on at my local Mido. There's this little tiny crab uh, oh, so guy and it just it sits on the desk and you can just put your pencil in its claws and it just holds it as a little like desk. Oh, holder. It's awesome. very cute. I <laughs> appropriately that. like Maryland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll break it open and put some old bay on it. I can do that. No, you put um, the old bay on, the, on it before you break it. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> These, Andy. Gosh. <laughs> Don't you know how to steam crabs alive? <laughs> well, yeah. the Dungeness crabs are the ones out here. And apparently Dungeness crab season has not been great. So it's been uh, yeah, toxic. Anyhow, I've <laughs> been using yeah. that. Also, earlier this year, gosh, when, was it last year? Or was it earlier this year when the Pencil King came out? Whenever yeah. it was, I was using it pretty early, pretty early this year. Um Big fan of that one too. Yeah, for like beginning one. of this year and the last, but yeah, those yeah. are great. Yeah, one right here. Another one that I've been picking up that's not usually my thing is I got this it's probably in February, March, April, somewhere around there at a little art supply store. It's a Castell 9000 Jumbo. It's one of these kind of like big boys. Mm-hmm. Love that. I just, I love the way they look. I love the way they feel. Heavy. It is, it's, yeah, it's really soft. This was an 8B. I think I have a 6B one too. So it's definitely like the core is thicker because otherwise it's just going to like crumble. So it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's just like a, it's a Sharpie. Mm-hmm. It's a Sharpie of pencils. So yeah. Um, yeah. So I think kind of throughout the year, those are the ones I've been using the most. I'm trying to think if I've have any others just kind of like sitting on my shelf here. Um, yeah. I'm just, it's, you know, just the ones that I've tried out. But these are the ones I've kind of kept going back to. How about you, Tim? What are your pencils of the year? 
I think the pencil of the year <clears throat> is that Blackwing Eras. Mm. I try to think about that. I always try to think about that whenever I think about the the labs, which shall not be named. <laughs> we said our piece but last time, and man, Goop is on our side. <laughs> oh, I was, read that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, I don't know. But that, but that eras, were, the Van Dyke style eras are just so yeah. wonderful. Those are good. Uh, love it. And they're still in stock. I think you guys were talking about that. Like, I guess they made a ton of them. Yeah, I think the, the 22 ones were in stock last time I looked. That was before the yeah. holiday rush. Was, I don't know. But then Blackwing yeah. Volume 2 is coming up. So I'm wondering, is it going to be poop related? Or like, is it going to be the <laughs> yellow pencil? Like, did did you see the email saying that they're delayed, but they are going to try to get it here by Christmas, which they got to so crank that out. Yeah. I got my garden yeah. pencils a month behind everyone else because they never sent them. Oh. And oh. when I messaged them, I heard back from them a week later to say, oh, yeah, when we searched some system, this happened a bunch. I'm like, so why didn't you check? Like, how many other people <laughs> did this happen to? So a week after that, they mailed them. And a week after that, I got them. Jesus. So it kind of killed the buzz because those were cool again. But yeah, maybe they're busy recycling trash pencils. Yeah. Or they're going through them like, oh, we'll sell these next year for 50 bucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's uh -huh. not very charitable. <laughs> Everyone I talk to about this um, is like, they what? I'm like, eh. Yeah. But I mean, that, that era is definitely my number one for the year. I've used that more than anything else. For sure. Yeah. Like without That's a good it. one. So it's like that one and then Tennessee. I've got like Tennessee rounds scattered all over my house. So those are also like all over the place. So it's pretty, yeah, pretty common that I would be well, having, I would have one of those stuffed away. into my hat. Yeah, I got to chase them. You know, I'm just like running down the hallway like. <laughs> I don't know, it goes from like, oh, well, I'll sharpen another one. I'll find that yeah, one later. Just, yeah. Go where you need to go, little buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a tum tumbleweed except a pencil just like. <laughs> Yeah, tumbling on by. Tumbling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's my pencil of the year for sure. Nice. How about you, Johnny? Third one. Oh, third one. Do I have a third one on there? I didn't know if we were doing three. <laughs> I, I think I put some on there like Yeah, and that's the other one. Is the which is I almost didn't talk about it just because I talk about it all the time, but the Mitsubishi ninety eight fifty two, the EW, the natural one. That's another one that's in every pencil container that I have that might make it out of the house with me. And that's kind of, it's become my go-to pencil when I don't want to think about it. Mm. Yeah. I've talked about that before. It's like, I just, I hate being in that situation. I'm like, what should I use? Like, especially if I'm like earning money or something. I'm just like, I just need to yeah. pick something. That's the one that I will grab. Cause it's like, I don't want to get to the point where I'm like, oh, this is kind of not perfect. Or that one's pretty much always perfect. But today, Lila platonic was ideal using of pencil. A, yeah. It's like that and the Palomino HB. Those are my, platonic ideals yeah. and today lila was using a palomino hp for doing she was doing her little first grader homework and i was like that's my favorite pencil that's ever been made she's like really why oh <laughs> like Dad. you have a favorite pencil like, yeah i was like yeah of course i know has she met she's you like, but <laughs> yeah she definitely like wrote with a little more like swagger after i said that on her little like <laughs> you know what's nine plus eight kind of you know homework right. she was doing yeah, you know, like she was riding with a Mercedes all of a sudden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Those are the three. Okay, I didn't stick three. Sorry, but I'll be <laughs> quick. So I don't know how you guys just overcompensating it. for all the fountain pen stuff. Uh -huh. yeah, <laughs> so my my main 
pencil cup is on my the desk that I do bookbinding on. So I just dumped it out and was like, what's the shortest and what's like blunt all the time? So I discovered that I use the crap out of the last two Blackwing eras. They're always dull whenever I pick one up. So, I mean, they're good for like, you know, marking on stuff where I want a little darker line. What are like the last two? It's the the Van Dyke one. And then what's the one before that? Is it the, the one with the little one? arrow cut out? With the, yeah, the hand oh, or like yeah, the black. Yeah, yeah. yeah, those, yeah that's a I, good one. It's kind of a toss up which one of those I like better looks wise. Also, yeah. I, I always have an Eberhard Faber Velvet because they're harder and these really old Ticonderogas that a friend of a friend sent that are like just after the war. So that like, uh, they're so pretty. I've seen you guys hmm. some. And there's always a couple vintage American Eberhardt Faber American naturals in there because, hmm. you know, they're natural, but they're not that smooth. So they're really good when you have like glue on your hands and like some of mine are covered in glue. And of course, what's probably my favorite currently made pencil. The you got one stuck red. to the side of your head right now. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> covered in glue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crap. Oh, no, I have to wear these like no. these breaths to keep my hair from blowing around because it's not quite long enough yet. So I thought of like glue on a pencil blown. But I'd probably like <laughs> yeah. get it stuck in my scalp or something. <laughs> yeah. So Johnny, I, you know you you see what's not on this list for Tim for Johnny, right? Right, Tim? Absolutely. The what was he, yeah, as soon as he said it's always sharp, I'm like, well, it's definitely not gonna be a Wopex then, because that's impossible. <laughs> Ice cold. So they have <laughs> new ones that are the actual like Statler Norris. They're just made of Wopex. Oh, really? And they're a little yeah. better. They're just full on giving like up now. I mean, what? <laughs> Go ahead. No, they the <laughs> cores feel more like a regular pencil, hmm. but the pencil generally doesn't feel like a regular pencil. But I don't know. I just haven't. They're not dark enough for you know marking a book board and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also, like, I don't know. My tastes have changed. I'm like, this is not cedar. Get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> This is made as asbestos. What? Yeah, there's some new Ticonderogas that are pastel. Have you guys seen those? Oh, yeah, they're. Mm-mm. Oh, I don't have any. I don't have it. Rosie's like obsessed with them, so I have to keep buying packs of them. Hmm. And they're like perfect, mm-hmm. except that they're not cedar. Hmm. They're the whatever. Oh, they're something heavier and denser, hmm. which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So this is not the natural transition, but I thought next we could talk about paper products instead of pencil accessories because we probably use those more than pencil accessories yeah so yeah. the first again mr andy yeah the one that i've been using for most of the year hold on really enjoying i got one of the witch term notebooks that has the heavier paper and i can't it's the 120 gsm or gm2 or whatever they call it and it's really nice i've been using a lot more lined paper lately oh they make that one in lined yeah, yeah. Oh, so I didn't know that. Looks pretty good. And it's real, it's, it's a lot heavier. So it definitely like, you feel it when it's in your book bag. I'm putting Johnny on mute because I can still hear him. Yeah. Turn your screen off. You still got yeah. to mute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So big fan of this notebook. Yeah. So that's one of the biggest paper products I'm using. Another one is that I've been revisiting just an old standby. I found it in a drawer and... It's that Ampad Gold Fiber Notebook, which I just really love. I haven't been using this for, gosh, it's been years since I've used one, but I pulled one out and I just kind of just forgot how much I really like, really like that very creamy, it's very fibrous paper, so it's really good with pencil. Yeah, and then other than that, um, 
trying to think if there's any other paper products that I'm just like really specifically using. And I think just the plain old paper that's in my, just in the white birch notebook earlier this Mm -hmm. year, I wasn't using many pocket notebooks at all. And I would say that probably, yeah, this is the slow term is the one that I've been using the most. So I've been putting a lot of good stickers on it too. Yeah. It's a good mix. Yeah. How about you, Tim? Well, I got to show you now that we're on screen. So all right, the Paperage notebooks, which I've talked about, is definitely my most used as well. I use them for work. and I actually just got through. I had two for the year, and I got through them. Oh, this is mine with all the stickers on it. Oh, yeah. I like your writing is designing sticker. I got yeah. Pencil Revolution uh, Press. Pencil Revolution Press. I got Grateful yeah. Dead. I got Grateful this weird Dead. little sticker that a student gave me. Got the Millennium Falcon. and this, Oh, cool. Yeah, those. Nice. My, my favorite local record store. Bumper sticker, backdoor records on the back. Huh. Yeah, but I really love. I like these notebooks. I actually just ordered another two pack. These are my kind of like go to. These has become have become my go to work notebooks. Um, they're so cheap too, and it's just they take everything that I use while I'm like while I'm working, like anything I want to use while I'm working. So I love that. Hmm. Really love those notebooks. I really just want them to come out with. They have pocket notebooks too, but I haven't tried those yet. Because mainly because I'm waiting for them to come out with all they have is lined and Mm. pocket notebooks like hard. I'm just, I say nervous to get them like as if they're not a two pack for eight bucks or whatever. Like I should just try it out Um, because I use the Leuchtturm pocket hardback that has lines and it's a good line width. Like I've been using that a lot. Um, But this, I say like the other like most used that I have, I've been using the Field Notes Great Lakes a ton since I got those recently. But um, the Maramon B5 spiral notebook. Oh, yeah. Um, I've used a couple of these, and those have become my, they have like, those of you listening, they're the sort of craft cover. Yeah. And these are lined, and these are my, have become my standard songwriting notebook. So this is, that's all I use them for. My chord progressions and lyrics going in there. But uh, oh. for songwriting. That is my songwriting notebook, and I really love nice. them. We should do yeah. like a you, Patreon extra at one yeah. point where it's just like, what's in our notebook kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's always fascinates me like to see anybody doing that, you know, like anybody yeah. showing, not even if it's not yeah. any certain topic, but it's, and not in like a sort of peeping, you know, like, I want to see what you're writing, but just like, I feel like that's like a, such a clear way to see into somebody's head. That that's always yeah. fascinating. We got my father-in-law for Christmas. We got him this new. There's a new lyrics of Johnny Cash uh, book that came out. Yeah, it's like a big hardback. Oh yeah, which I got, and I got the. There's a Willie Nelson one that I got for Christmas. We did an early Christmas with my family, and it's like a coffee table size Willie Nelson lyrics, and it has handwritten lyrics in there too. But the Johnny Cash one's like extra cool. Like it has way more handwritten stuff, like scans oh, cool. of handwritten pages from notebooks and. It's like that kind of stuff is awesome. I love seeing the stuff they crossed out, you know, like taking out this yeah. line, these three words, I'm going to replace them with this one word. And it's like, oh, that's so cool. I love it. Yeah. That's, that that's really cool. The best. Did you guys get the Maggie Smith field notes? The Maggie Smith field notes? I'm no. sorry, Maggie Rogers. Not that one. <laughs> oh, I was like, wait. Maggie Smith field notes? <laughs> Poet Maggie Smith notebooks? Neither? Yeah. Maggie Rogers. No, Maggie, I didn't. No, I haven't. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. In the flyleaf, they have. Some of her handwriting on like a clear piece of vellum. Oh, that's cool. Is that's really coordinating cool. to the cover, and then the yeah. same for Blumen. 
Yeah. And apparently they're That's selling out and they don't make um, signature books anymore. So these hmm. are their only like really good paper books currently in stock. Uh, oh, hmm. interesting. Hmm. I gotta check those out. Yeah. I love those. Yeah. I, I prefer the Judy Dench field notes myself to They're very the, saucy. The Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. The, the Maggie Smith ones would be yeah. like gray and stern and they were always cold <laughs> when you touch them. <laughs> but they get it done. Judy Dench ones just have an M on the front of them. Yeah. <laughs> James. James. How about you, Johnny? That's yep. Yeah, that's all me. I went to grab this. So the those 120 GSM like terms were originally the Bullet Journal 2.0. So right. the newest color, I don't know if it's going to show up right. It's like a spruce green. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I like have that. it lined up for the year. So I forgot what they're doing for 2024, but they do like a color every year. So this is the 2023 one. And hmm. then you had one called Edition X. It was for their 10th anniversary that has gold. Ooh. And I won the giveaway, so I didn't even pay for it. Dang. And nice. it comes, this one comes in a box and... The bookmarks are gold. The ribbons are gold. It has a little, they call it a poster, but it's, you know, the size yeah. of something from Ryder Carroll. It's pretty cool. I think I'm going to so switch nice. my next notebook because I'm going to switch back to a Baron Fig so I can use your cover that you made me, Johnny. I can make you one for the other ones if you want. I'm oh, out of true. gray, but I have <laughs> most little colors. Yeah. I have a really like unhealthy stockpile of that stuff. <laughs> it's really expensive. I need to use it. <laughs> so I guess I've been using those a lot. And my own books, which are like really small and like all these colors, but I, I can't link to those because they're one off. Usually like if I make a book and I bleed on it or screw something up, that's mine. Like I'm not going to put that in the shop. Mm-hmm. The, that if sense. you ever buy a book for me with blood in it, like, I don't know, I guess I owe you a prize. This, <laughs> Sorry. I just cloned my own Johnny with that. The blood was free. Yeah. I, did. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bled on a custom book this weekend. But it's one page and it was like, I was putting the cover on and it wasn't something someone paid for. So I'm like, well, we're making this book. This is really expensive. I thought you were saying that it was a one page notebook. I was like, that's a stretch. (laughs) It was just one page. I was like, which is nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I started, I'm working on something that we took. This is only related because we put it in a zine when we did those journal prompts. And I was talking Hmm. about like, Today I got to and today I get to. So I'm working on making notebooks with that. But like the ones that are for a year are like this thick. So I don't know if I can get those out by New Year's. But if you guys want one, I have some prototypes. Yeah. So I feel like it's a trick question for me because like I'm literally surrounded by paper right now in a really <laughs> weird way. Like I have to watch the humidity at home. Like I mean, <laughs> my air conditioning was on I... yesterday because it was muggy. <laughs> like can I bought this? a humidity meter for our, for my basement for the first. I've never owned one of those, but I bought one for hmm. guitars because it's getting cold here. Yeah, and it was uh... like, yeah, I got it, and it's like amazing. Like I was like, oh, I'm so glad I have this because sometimes I'll get a guitar out and it'll be out of tune. I'll be like, oh, damn, I'll tune it, and then ten minutes later it's out of tune. I'm like, oh, this guitar's something's wrong with this guitar. But if the humidity's at fifty percent, three days could go by, and I pick the guitar up and it's in tune. So I was like, oh, okay, it's just. Humidity. I've never thought about that before. Yeah, yeah, especially anything with a um, hollow body because the insides aren't finished. It, so they like really take the moisture. Mm, yeah. I have an, an acoustic bass. Like if I play it and it's like a chilly day, it warms up from my body and then goes like way out of tune. Hmm. Like mm. in a couple minutes because I'm a hot box. But it's also yeah, fun. Too. Like, damn, like I'm affecting the wood. <laughs> I've, I've always one. said you guys are hot boxes. So 
<laughs> Thank you, Eddie. Tell people all the time. These are my hotbox co-hosts. The one that I've been really loving is something I just kind of picked up at Mido on a whim. And I always like when I carry a pocket notebook and even with my regular notebook too, I like to have a little like stray edge with me just to draw some like lines to make lists or whatever. And I've traditionally really, I've been using a lot of like, I have this like little carbon fiber straight edge neat ruler that's really great. It is really great, but I found one that I think I might like even better. And that is a little, it's aluminum, but what's cool is it has a little clip on it. Oh, and so cool. if you're looking at this right now, you can just clip clip it into your notebook and then just like close it up what? and it just kind of lives in there. So where did you get that? Of this? Uh, I got it at Mido. It is made by, do you guys ever hear of High Tide? It's like a Japanese-ish, mm-hmm. I think it's High Tide branded, which they often will private label their stuff. So it could be some other brand, but this is, mm-hmm. I'll pick some I mean, up for you guys and send it to you. It's really nice. That's like um, yeah. an ultimate, when I saw it, like the first thing I thought in my head was like, holy crap bookmark and underlining like that would be yeah. so amazing yeah. it's like, perfect oh, yeah yeah and they that's, come in colors oh, awesome oh yeah yeah i think i just got just a silverish titanium one that they had but yeah there's some good colors in there so i would do that too i would look at all the colors and be like ah silver yeah <laughs> that's a good one um the other one which i think is it might be a little bit of a stretch but i'm i've been using it a lot as just like an analog tool so i guess it's not super like i've used it for some like stationary stuff but so my friend of the show, Will Fangi, just got a 3D printer earlier this year, and he made me, he 3D printed a little X-Acto knife holder. So you put in your X-Acto blade, and it just like slides out. And this is just all 3D printed. It's extremely thin, cool. and it just goes like that. That is very and, cool. Yeah. And so it's been, just didn't realize how handy this is, because I have like, you know, utility knives with this, the big handle. I guess this is an exacto. This is like the utility knife things. Um, yeah, it's like a box cutter and, blade. Or yeah, it even, I mean, it's very safe. It has like this little tab in here that's all, it's all 3D printed. It has this little tab that kind of keeps it in place. So you got to push that in to like extend it. It's just come in handy so much and it just sits on my desk, so, which is kind of why it made me, you know, made me think of this being a like a pencil or desk accessory or something. So, totally. Yeah, big fan well of that. Well done, Will. Um, yeah, yeah good awesome. job. Somewhere, I think we found mm-hmm. the pattern on Thingiverse, which is like a big like repository of like 3D printing patterns. So I'll see if I can mm-hmm. find that and link to it. The only other thing which I like bought on a whim when I moved into this apartment, which is just made me happy, is my tape dispenser, which is a dinosaur, as you can see. <laughs> For those of you who can't see, it's a dinosaur that's like laying on his back, holding, oh. like playing with the like little roll Looks of like tape. like a cat like playing a, with like a yeah, ball of yarn. Like some yarn or, or yeah. something. Yeah. Mm, so, it's like a little kitty. Yeah, <laughs> been using that and I'm trying to think of what other accessories I've been using. Those are kind of the main ones. I do have, yeah, just my zine making accessories, my big paper guillotine and my saddle stitch stapler. And yeah, I guess those aren't exactly pencil accessories, but that's kind of mainly my favorite things. I'm trying to think the sharpener I've been using most is just my, I think my Blackwing one stage sharpener with the little canister on it. Just perfect sharpener for me just not fussy not too expensive not too cheap yeah big fan of that one yeah tim how about you yeah. what is your pencil accessory i'll start out with just briefly piggybacking the blackwing eraser uh, or oh, yeah. blackwing sharpener i've got yeah one in my one on my desk one on my bag at all times and i found i an should old, get another one yeah i've got yeah. one and i found recently and i don't have it near nearby cuz it's in my bag upstairs but <clears throat> I was going through just cleaning out some stuff from the garage and I had a bin full of stuff from college 
and I found a little like zippered pouch from college that I bought to put my digital camera in to take on oh, this yeah. trip, like for school, you know, which the digital camera, I have no clue where that damn thing is, but like, <laughs> but I have the case for some reason because I don't throw things away, but that's become my sharpener case. Like, so I, it's like this big. And so I keep a sharpener inside. I put that sharpener inside and on the front, it has a little zipper pouch and I put like three or four pencil caps and an eraser in the front part. Hmm. So yeah, that's the, it is the ultimate kind of on the go sharpener. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah. Other non pencil related things is I have been buying, I might as well buy them in bulk, but I've been trying to read more and I've been reading a lot of poetry and I bought, I, I think I bought two pa- two or three packs in the last several weeks of the post-it page markers, like the little page marker tabs. Because I had the the ones that were like plastic based that I think Post-It makes as well. And also the highlighter, you know, like Sharpie yeah. highlighter, a company has one. But the Post-It ones, because I like to have the option to write on them. And those have just been, those things are, they're so fun and so great. So I love, it brings me great joy to look at a, you know, a book of Mary Oliver poems that has a bunch of those little things sticking out and some of them have stuff written on them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, been using those a ton. And I also have gotten back... <clears throat> Because I, I don't know why, but I, like I hadn't carried it around for a while. But I think it was when, when I got the Kyoto, the Levenger Kyoto, I started using this again. But And this is one of those that's like, check this out. You can't buy it anymore. But the the Notco. Oh, yeah. I think it's called the Hightower. That's it. it was called. Yep, I have. Yeah, the Hightower. So it, and so usually I'll put, right now it's got a Sharpie pen, my knockoff mine, mine right pilot. Nice. Yeah. It's got my knockoff pilot vanishing point. Oh, I like those too. Pile of vanishing point and then the Kyoto. And I and then I'll usually slide a pencil in on the middle slot right there so it can kind of poke up through the top so I can put it in my bag. And then I've usually lately I've been keeping one of those Field Notes Great Lakes editions right here. I've almost finished mm-hmm. my second one that I've had just Ooh, for blue keeping notes and stuff. So I've got that. Yeah. So this thing has been back in my life in a big way. <laughs> and then the only other non pencil related, like sort of analog things, just talking about the last one is playing cards. I've started, I've become that guy who's like got a fanny pack with his high tower and a deck of playing cards and a notebook. Yeah, it's just like your dad real hard. Now. Oh man. It's like yeah. Who am I trying to impress, you know? That's what I'm saying. I'm just like <laughs> that's just this is what I do now. And it's fine. Yeah. I'm not embarrassed at all. I can put I've got I've even been I'm getting on the verge of appealing to the people we make fun of all the time, but I've been carrying around my knife. I live in Tennessee, mm-hmm. so it's fine. But this is the one that our buddy Toffer. Lovely. Open L. Little open L yeah. knife that Toffer sent. I, I've been carrying this around yeah, daily for, I don't know, months now. My, but my, I, Mine's I around here thing. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good I love one. This little, Tim, where are, you putting your, where are you putting your Glock? My Glock? Yeah. I usually keep it between my butt cheeks. Like, okay, that's a good idea. That's yeah. not good. With it's the safer there. there. Yeah, um, that's true. Not with a plastic yeah, gun. Um, Don't do that with a Glock. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. There's a little context for why that, why that came up. I'm so I was selling a guitar on uh, Facebook Marketplace recently, and and because this is East Tennessee, somebody sent me an offer and just said, "Hey, is this still available?" And then sent me a picture of their pistol, and I was like, "Cool, thanks." What's the context? And I was like, "Oh, they're trying to trade me a gun for yeah. my guitar." 
Can't so, have too many guns or guitars. <laughs> not interested. See, yeah. In Baltimore, I would think they would threaten. Is it a threat? Like, yeah, it's like, this is my Glock. Sell, <laughs> sell me your, is it available? Me your oh, somebody else direct messaged you on Facebook before I did? Think again. <laughs> You're going to back yeah, out of that so. deal, fella. <laughs> <laughs> think again. Yeah. So that's me. That's yeah. me. Nice. Right, how about you, Johnny? So for pencil accessories, I just use whatever like electric pencil sharpener is closest because like I've gotten so lazy in middle age, and there there's an electric pencil sharpener everywhere in my not very big apartment. But you um, close your eyes, reach back, or reach to the side, or reach to the. Chances are you will make it into one of those sharpeners. Yeah, <laughs> I've done a dad move. Like the kids use the one in the dining room a lot, and I'm going to him like, no, we're not the pencil sharpener. The kids are like, sorry, dad. <laughs> I also I just like, watched uh, Family Stone, which is my favorite Christmas movie. I just love that, love that movie so much. Yeah. It reminded me of that scene where she's like, God, it's like somebody drank the coffee and didn't make another pot. If you finish the coffee, make another pot. Like, just imagine you doing that with a pencil sharpener. Like, it, it's full. Cool. Somebody's got to empty it. Yeah. I, so Henry, I did you finish up. the coffee? Yeah. So Owen's school is very early. So I wake up very early to get Owen up and I've got him on coffee. Makes me oh, really no. Like on growth. purpose. I'm like, that's cool. He's this tall now. <laughs> and then he just got some new docs. And now he's like, to here. But so I never, I've never been a big eraser user, but I found lately that all the erasers on my desk are like crumbled apart because they've been using the crap out of them. <laughs> so I don't. You got to erase those blood, that blood. That doesn't work. From your notebooks. Oh, okay. Try blood eraser. Is <laughs> your band name? Um, blood eraser. Blood eraser. For our Johnny. Cool, Our yeah. next After Dark episode, I'll have to tell you about the time I smoked my blood and we were auditioning a singer when I was like 18. It's funny. It's funny now. I've been using a lot of like gummy racers and mm-hmm. like, I don't remember what it's called. There was this German eraser from CW that was like half ink and half pencil, but both of them are like really abrasive. So it's really good yeah. for like craft text because craft text doesn't like be erased for some reason. <laughs> so we sort of slipped to the next section. So I mean, for fountain pens, I have one lavender pen inked like all times because like, I guess in theory, not my favorite pen, but in practice, it's, I mean, I'm always using one. So I guess it's my favorite pen. What about by sheer quantity? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Is it your I, favorite pen, Johnny? I, I assume you have several like dozen inked at any given time. No, that's what I would so, assume. It's just binder. One, for those who can't see it, Johnny is holding up a binder full of Levengers. One of six or seven or yeah. 40. Uh-huh. Here we go. I've overflowed another binder. Yeah. <laughs> wow. There's the kids' college fund right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have doubles of seven. I'm like, that's rare. Nobody else wanted it. I'll take it. It's like, honey, Owen's going to Yale. <laughs> but, Henry, <laughs> buckle up for community college. <laughs> 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 that's what andy said my things i use constantly are straight edges and knives like all day and yeah. for someone who's accident prone i still have all my fingers now, i say this but before you release it i'll be like you know crap but yeah like ulfa knives the famous japanese brand that are for some reason like cheap i've always got some kind of cool new ulfa knife on deck they have one that it holds five blades and it automatically loads them and then yeah. Now, there's a big version of it, which I linked in our chat, which is like, and there's a limited edition one from Japan where instead of yellow, it's black and silver. Oh, yeah. It's so 
I never knew that was the brand name of those kind of knives. Those are the yeah, yeah. For like those of you don't know, it's one of those like little snap off like utility knife things. Yeah, and they're usually they invented them, and they're generally cheaper than off brands. Not to mention like way sharper. Yeah, nice. it's, you know all bookbinders have their. Oh, what's the one that's just the regular steel one, which I have, but like I like they're yellow. Green. When you said it hold five, held five blades. I didn't know. I didn't have a picture in my head, so I just imagined it being like a ninja star. Like it was just like they all came out in every direction. Like you twist it, and it's like it just like pop. Yeah, every if direction. you guys are if you're bored, like check out their website. They've got like blades for everything, including like all these different ways to not remove your finger with them. Like they have one for opening boxes that's shaped like this, and the blades are like inside, so oh. you can only cut yourself if you pull it. It's like for pulling tape off boxes. Hmm. So I mean, I don't need anything like that. Because I don't have a use for it. But uh, yeah, so you guys want to button her up? Or do we um, forget anything? Well, I was going to mention for the non-pencil items, since that's kind of like a code for the, the fountain pens, I've really been loving my little shown like shown Designs pen with the little Monarch nib. That little like fancy, colorful uh, rainbow fade nib. And I've been using this a lot. It just usually sits on my little crab crab pen holder. And I've been using it with... I think I've talked about it here before, but a ink that was special to the San Francisco Pen Show that looks like mm. the Golden Gate Bridge. So I've been using that a lot. It's just a really nice nib. Did you see now they make nibs for Yavo and Bach pens? Mm, mm-hmm. for, they take those units. Yeah. That, yeah that's cool. really cool because yeah. now you don't have to buy one of their pens to get their nib. Yeah. I wouldn't have done yeah. that. Be like, No, buy my pen. Yeah. We, I think we need getting it on like sometime early in the new year. He's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Sure. So at the end, we always like to read the names of our Patreon patrons who are at the Steinbeck stage. So official producers for this episode include Nathan Raybeck, Dana Morris, Liz Rotundo, Melissa Miller, Angie, Aaron Bollinger, Ivan Hirntas, Tara Whittle, Ida Umfers, David Johnson, Phil Munson, Donnie Pierce, Tom Keekley, Andre Torres, Paul Moorhead, Stephen Fensali, Aaron Willard, Millie Blackwell, Michael Dialosa, Tana Feliz, Ann Seip, Michael Hagen, Mary Collis, Kathleen Rogers, Hans Noodleman, and John Wood. Thank you. Yeah, many thanks. And, you know, we've got cooler stuff coming for patrons in the new year if we like just pocket notebooks and stuff. So before we sign off, Andy, can you tell folks where to find you on the internet? Yeah, I am at andy.wtf. Uh, you can buy my zines at andy.supply, which is new. And then I'm on various social media things as at AWellfly. How about you, Tim? You can find me on Instagram at Timothy Wassum and on Twitter at Tim Wassum. How about you, Johnny? You can find me and buy books at pencilrevolution.com and I'm on social media at Pencilution. And we're Erasable at the Erasable Podcast on social media. You can visit our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Erasable Podcast. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. And of course, our Facebook group, which is like still the nice corner of the internet after 4,000 people. Almost a decade. Yeah. 4,000. Dang. Yeah. So thanks, and we'll talk to you hopefully for the end of the year. Do you like our podcast? Most people like our podcast. But if you don't like our podcast, then we'll turn it off. Mm.